0: What's up? This is ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about anything and everything that can drive a sane person stark raving mad. It could be about news, sports, weather, the bus, the train, crackheads, giant umbrellas in the rain, and actually, it's about buses. It's about news. Uh, it's about the protest that happened last night after the live DJ jam. I flipped on the news uh, because I I felt a huge sense of It's not even FOMO. It's wanting to be somewhere, to be a part of something, to be present in the moment, to contribute in any way you can. Yet I sat my ass on my couch and watched it all unfold on TV. And I talk about this in the rant with Lincoln because this rant was – this conversation rant was completely not planned. But I think we both had the same feeling because after I got done DJing, I flipped on the news just to see what parts of America were still standing, not engulfed in flames. CNN was in the midst of of uh, being bombarded. I don't know. I don't even know what the right right word is. Attack. They're not attacking. Maybe they are attacking CNN for the new. I don't know. I I. I, I I'm not really sure what to call it. Infiltrating. Anyway, it was happening like live on the air. They were like, I don't understand the concept of completely taking your skateboard, smashing it into the glass of a window that refuses to break while there's 50 cops with their, literally with their red laser beam lights trained on your head and your chest. And you're still going to stand there and smash your skateboard. This white dude. With his fucking skateboard, 50 I'm, like, yelling at the TV, like, bro, those are not disco lights. You're not at a club. This is not, like, some fucking rave. These are cops with probably non-lethal weapons. However, if you get pegged with 50 fucking rubber bullets, uh, A, it's going to hurt. B, uh, it could do some—it it could probably do some fucking damage. I get your point. I get you want to break— but, I don't know why you want to break the glass I don't know what joy that would bring you In destroying public property Uh, You're going to bust up your fucking skateboard Uh, You also could be dead I mean you could end up dead I don't, because then you're in police custody and we all know what the fuck happens when you end up in police custody and nobody knows where you are then again, I don't know, you're white so you end up in police custody and the outcome is drastically different than if you end up in police custody and you're a person of color or a person of a marginalized community. So, there are so many things that were going through my head as I was sitting on the couch watching this unfold one of them being, I want to really be the fuck downtown, I want to be in the middle of this, I want to be part of this, I want to participate I want to contribute. For all of the right reasons. I want to grab my Shallow motherfucker sign, and I want to. I want to. I want justice forever. I, I, I want to be part of contributing to the change that needs to come in this country. And I know there's a. It's a bigger conversation, but right there and then in that moment, I sat on my couch feeling completely fucking useless and like a tool. So what did I do? I called Lincoln to see, because I know he doesn't have cable, so I wasn't sure if he knew what was going on. I know he streams shit on the Google machine, but. I was like, "Are you?" I literally asked, "Are you watching what's going on? Are you seeing this?" And we were both like, "This is exactly what's supposed to happen. This is exactly what civil unrest and civil disobedience. Sands burning. Okay, burn it down. You want it, You built it. You burn it the fuck down. It has treated you like shit for the for for decades upon. De- burn it the fuck. I don't give a fuck. And even the guy that owned the Indian restaurant." was like, burn it the fuck down. If you need to make a point, it, you can replace a building. You cannot replace a life. You cannot replace George Floyd's life and everyone that came before George Floyd and, sadly, those that will probably come after. Because this isn't an instant fix. Because if it was, there, there wouldn't have been an Ahmaud Aubrey. If there was, there there wouldn't have been... Someone after Trayvon Martin If there was, there wouldn't have been Someone after Tamir Rice If there was every, every, Say all of their names Burn it the fuck down And this all, this restaurant owner legitimately Told the reporters They can burn my building It's only a building You cannot get George. So, so people get it And especially other marginalized people Or other people from other groups And it, uh, religions races genders that have been through it not something similar but understand the pain you go th- you have family and relatives in the Holocaust that have been murdered by people for be- oh, simply being Jewish just like you are simply being black you get it a little bit more than some other people might get it I don't you don't completely get it don't get me wrong don't twist this shit you don't completely get it but you kind of get it and you kind of get that enough is enough. And you kind of want the targeting to stop just because of who you are or what you believe or what the color of your skin is. So we sat there saying, what the fuck? Because I'm not leaving my... I any other day, any other non-global pandemic day, I would have grabbed my motherfucking sign, grabbed my markers, grabbed my slaps, got on the train, and been, and been down there. But not in a global fucking pandemic. And when there's thousands of people around, many of whom are not wearing masks many of whom are getting up right in your fucking face and screaming at you or screaming in the direction of where you are or screaming with you. And what is the worst thing to do during a respiratory viral pandemic? Probably screaming because it shoots all of your, (laughs) all of your air droplets further than they would normally go. So it's a fucking clusterfuck. So I sat there and I was like, Fuck it I'm going to sit here, I'm going to write a poem I'm going to post it For me, words and art and music are a way to express myself And a way to um, contribute something So that maybe someone can read it Or it can can touch someone Or someone can share it Which is why I tagged the garbage You think I like standing around fucking trash? People need to know if one person reads that and it changes their perspective about people in this neighborhood, that's important, to me at least. And it's mental therapy. Just know that that type of white supremacist, Nazi, racist as fuck, xenophobic, transphobic, human phobic, the guy is a fucking human phobe. He doesn't like anyone but himself. And don't get that twisted. He is a narcissistic sociopath with a, with a deteriorating mental state. And how do I know that? Because I worked around people with deteriorating mental states. You don't have to be a fucking rocket scientist. We all have grandparents. Unfortunately, we all have parents who have been, may go through some type of, we all will eventually go through some type of mental deterioration. Some of us sooner than others. Some of us in public. Some of us in private. But you don't need to be a fucking rocket scientist to see that the guy is fucking deranged and he's sitting there enjoying every fucking moment of this chaos- instability, divisiveness, divisiveness, however the fuck you want to say it. And I sat here on my couch until I passed out from exhaustion. You're emotionally exhausted. You're physically exhausted. You're mentally exhausted. You're stuck in your house. As much as you want to stick yourself in your house now because people are all like willy-nilly with their quarantine rules. You can get in my car. You can't get in my car. You can cut my hair. You can't cut my hair. I hope you've been far enough away from people. I trust what you tell me. I don't trust what you tell me. You're going to tell me one thing, someone else that's in your circle is going to tell me something else. You're going to leave out information, not on purpose, but somebody else is going to divulge that information. Why the fuck do you leave out the information? I don't fucking know. You go to a restaurant, you touch a cup. You only hope that that person behind the counter was wearing gloves, didn't touch their face, might have touched their face. You can get it from touching your face. Now you can't get it from touching your face. Now they they tell you not to wear a mask. I mean, people got to get their shit together. Can we get one fucking message, consistent message? That's the problem. Now the World Health Organization is saying, oh, maybe not wear a mask if you're a healthy person, only if you're treating people. What the fuck are you talking about? Every motherfucker who could be asymptomatic doesn't know if they have the shit. Put on a fucking mask. Better safe than sorry. How the World Health Organization is going to put out an article saying, uh, yeah, only if you're treating someone that you know or if you have the following three symptoms there's 900 symptoms now. Every, every day it seems like they're finding a new symptom. Nobody knows shit about this fucking virus yet. And you know, I know that because I talk to people who are, ooh, it's their job to know about the fucking virus <laughs> before they stick a tube down someone's throat and intubate them. So I get, my, I get some of my information from valid medical sources. But that, that, that's going off the, off the reason for this pre-breakfast, early morning man. I literally walked in from the park with the dog, went to pee, and sat down. Even though I thought I was going to have breakfast first, I figured that this was more important because it's timely. And Lincoln also says that we're in the park at 7.15. So I don't want to put this up at like 3 o'clock in the fucking afternoon. Because who knows where I'll be at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know. I'm sitting here feeling honestly completely fucking helpless, and you feel like a tool. If you're sitting in your house while other people are out there protesting for against racism, against injustice, against police brutality, against everything that this democracy should be for. We should be, we should be a democratic, equal society where everyone is equal under the law. It's not the case, I know. But if you're not, I, I, I mean I don't know, at least I feel like a total tool. And it's struggling with that now. And I, I, I knew people that went out. And we're we're taking video. We're in, you know, we're there to document it, to, to document this part of history. And because they're pissed. And because they want change. And because they stand for something and they don't just talk the talk, they walk the fucking walk. And it's very hard for someone like me who talks the talk and then walks the walk to not feel comfortable or safe enough to walk the fucking walk part. And I don't. And I don't have a problem saying it. I'm not going and putting myself in the middle of a thousand... 5,000, 10,000 people in the middle of Foley Square all the way the fuck downtown and potentially getting myself sick. I don't know. I mean, are the, are the percentages high? I don't know. Maybe they're very low. Maybe they're not. But until, who knows? So Lincoln and I sat there and talked about what the fuck do we do? Because we all talk about it, but we want to be about it because you don't want to be a fucking hypocrite. And, and, and we're not, never been, never will be, but still this is where we are. This global pandemic has a lot of people who would normally be pouring out into the streets in support, stuck on their fucking couch, fully understanding their white privilege, by the way, as Lincoln will say, and I agree with 100 percent, that we have a house that we can come home to, that we have a couch that we can sit on, that we have food that we can eat. I have a shower I can take. I, can't, I have to do my laundry in a five-gallon bucket, but that's my choice because I think the laundromat is filthy. The laundromat was filthy before coronavirus, and the laundromat is even filthier now. And don't tell me it's not. Maybe it depends on your neighborhood. Maybe it depends on the laundromat. These laundromats around here, not good. I don't have a problem saying that. So I understand. I, very, I am very well aware, once again, of my privilege. However... I would like to say, fuck that privilege and go. But the fear of this fucking virus is holding me back. I have a mask. I have gloves. I have one tiny, teeny bottle of hand sanitizer left that I found in the back of the dog poop, drawer, dog poop bag drawer where I stashed them. But it's not enough. Psychologically, I don't think it's enough. I think I could be in a fucking, like the boy in the bubble and you can roll me down to Foley Square and I still don't think it would be enough. Because then someone would touch the bubble and I would eventually have to touch the bubble to get out of it and then I'd be fucked. See how that plays out? It's not normal. But we need to do something, and I want to do something, and Lincoln wants to do something, and I'm sure there are tens of thousands of people that want to do things. It is, what are those things is what we struggle with, and that's the rant. Ow, and I just smashed my fucking elbow, and it hurts, so I'm going to stop talking now and let you guys listen. And Lincoln and I try to socially distance on the hill with the dogs while trying to avoid people and Lincoln picking up poop. So Lincoln and I are out here on the hill, and we're both wrestling with our white privilege in the fact that last night we were watching these protests take place and many of them violent, many of them dangerous, many of them full of rage and fury as they should be. And I sat on my couch feeling like a total coward and a pussy for not picking up my protest sign that I've taken every other march without the comma after uh, Shalom and before motherfucker. And uh, sat there and wondered what the fuck I could do while everybody else was out there actually doing something. But I have to say, I'm 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 fearful more of being in such close proximity to so many people not wearing masks. Well. I fuck the cops. I'm not afraid of getting shot with rubber bullets. I'm not afraid of anything like that. I'm more fearful of um
1: Here,
0: of 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 the of of this fucking virus.
1: Well, I want to just say a couple things first.
0: And I called you uh, after the jam to 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 tell you that CNN was, you know, under siege, and so was every other major yeah, city in the country. I I gotta, oh, I have no, okay. Just keep directing yeah, me yeah, where yeah, to go. So just, I
1: got to go stick I, 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 I have to get on the podcast. Um, but I want to just clarify one thing that's very important. The violence, the violence in America regarding this question is police killing innocent people of color and mass incarceration. That's the real violence here. That's the prime violence mover. The prime violence mover is the middle fucking passage, right? But, but if you want to be more proximate, the violence is not African Americans burning down police stations, I'm sorry. The violence is that. But, right. So so you raise a couple questions. First, there's the individual questions. I share your feeling. you know? I
0: I feel like a fucking waste. I feel useless.
1: I'm older, despite my, uh, my rugged good looks. I have high blood pressure, and that puts me in a higher risk category. So I don't want to, and, and I think this virus is real. And I am. Ter- I watched those protesters last night, those demonstrators, and I was terrified that they were going to get the virus. I'm not even.
0: But no. you made a really good. Somebody that I talked to was it you that made a really good point that they don't have much to risk anyway?
1: Yeah, that was us last night at the phone. Yeah,
0: because I think that that's a very valid point. That you're talking about people that. They it's no the, benefit to them to stay at home
1: they don't have the ability to stay at home the way like you know your average tv pundit the way chris Cuomo, not to pick on him does right well
0: he got picked on a lot for some reason he was trending on twitter and I i'm not a lot of
1: attention to chris but the point is they don't have the a lot of people like if you can stay at home like we do in my family where everyone has a little private space where there's plenty of food where if it gets really hot we can turn on the air conditioning which we haven't yet where we have enough money and space to stockpile food, so we can go shopping once a week or two rather than every day, it's very different, and and we don't have to ride an elevator, right?
0: Right. Same. Same.
1: So so in different communities, it's very different, and also, you know what I mean? I mean, at some point, I i, I at some point as the as the old song goes, when they kick down your front door, how are you going to go with your hands on the head or on the trigger of a gun, right? And and it's, and, and, uh, and I think this is this is one of those moments, and. I, I just. There's, there's an issue here that, that I wanted preemptively raised, which is that it is the white supremacist and white America in general, and the Republican Party in particular, that has shredded rule of law in the United States, right? There is no rule of law when a cop can kill somebody with three other cops standing by, knowing it's not even the first time he's done something like this. Right. Right? So if you are saying, let the process play out, let justice play out, you are being willfully ignorant. Yeah, you're being
0: a stupid fucking idiot
1: because... This <laughs> plays out with this person getting a slap on the wrist. And the proof of that is that this man is still at large and has a job as of a week ago. And
0: a gun and a badge. Right. And but, and the free will to think that he can can take someone's right. life anytime he beyond wants.
1: That, beyond that, when the Justice Department can say, don't worry that this man has pled guilty twice, we, we, we don't want him going to jail. right? When the President of the United States and his family can shred any clauses and laws about corruption emoluments when the u.s senate can look the other way at a clear impeachable offense right i can i can go on and on and on when a career petty criminal who happens to born into a rich family can get elected president of the united states and can continue to evade charges on issues from tax evasion to rape right it is they who have shredded all them. i kept and thinking about so, also for anybody on the right i'm sorry look around right you're now, fine there's a legal process, let the law play out. We need rule of law here. I'm sorry, you blew it. You've lost the right to say that. Yeah,
0: and all I kept thinking about was as they were pushing and shoving at the gates of the White House, that that shithole is sitting in there, probably laughing his ass off that he's the bully motherfucker that pushed every fucking button to, right. to bring it to this point and he has all the protection in the world. He's the biggest bully is now hiding behind the strongest army. And it's, it's it's absolutely just so fucking infuriatingly nauseating, and that's my infuriate, which I, again, understand it, put into its place. What, what makes me infuriated?
1: But right now, I agree with you, but right now, what Donald Trump has essentially said is, I don't care if there's widespread civil unrest and, and violence right. in the United States, because I'm protected, but he won't be forever. I mean, the world is, the history is littered with people who think they're protected, and then I hate to say this, dead the castle of storm, right? And I'm not gonna say what happens next, but we know what happens next. And Donald Trump in his heart knows what next. Donald Trump who was, and it's hard to know when you look at Donald Trump's Twitter feed whether he's having a, a saner than average or a less sane than average day because it's all just so. It's crazy. also not him.
0: It's also I guarantee you it is Stephen Miller sitting on his knees, but yesterday, cackling with glee.
1: Yesterday Trump tweeted out in all in all caps China one word China yeah. with an exclamation point afterwards, and I commented on the tweet and I said, "Is that where you're planning to go when you have to flee the country? Yeah. Or, I would have thought you were going to Russia. I mean, this is where this ends. And And you know, I have to say that I'm increasingly. I mean, I I saw a Joe Biden gave. I saw a clip of Joe Biden's talk on 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 some video platform yesterday.
0: Was it the one with Don Lemon, or was it something uh, else? Comments
1: he made that that he put out on social media to kind of talk about the problem. This is early, and he put this out early in the day yesterday. Right, which is why
0: Trump kept delaying his Rose Garden teleprompter press conference.
1: What Joe Biden said. I mean, Joe Biden is not Barack Obama, right? He's not Martin Luther King. Frankly, when it comes to to, to, to rhetoric and or oratorical skills, it's not even Bill Clinton. Right, White. that is correct. But what he said was all you have to say, right? What he said was all you have to say to hold the country together, right? And by the way, it was pretty radical. No president has ever said something as radical about race as what Joe Biden said yesterday. What did, Which
0: which one clip are you talking about? Do you remember?
1: The clip where I, I don't remember. He was in his, like his basement, just speaking in his two suit tie, just very formally into the camera.
0: I mean, he did that a lot, but he did say, he did say what you, he, he, he is the calm right now.
1: And, and, and we can have that with all its imperfections. And I'm no huge Biden fan, and Biden is too old for this job. And he's no great radical, but we can have that, or we can have what Jim Bal- James Baldwin called the fire next time. Right, and this is next time.
0: Right, we're in the next time.
1: And, and I share your, you know- my- And in
0: the meantime, what do we do? Because I'm shocked, I'm shocked that Harlem for all of its anger at rage at gentrification, and that's a whole nother for, for how crazy and they, they get about that, there has not been a person in the street with a sign. Were you
1: in New York during the Rodney Kinker? What year? 90? Ninety- that was 1992.
0: Yes, I was. So I was
1: here. And if you remember, I was living not far from here. i so in Upper Manhattan. And I actually was downtown that night. And uh, yeah. And you know what happened in New York? Dave Dinkins, who was the mayor, yeah. who was really, I think, history, as every year goes by, Dave Dinkins looks like he was a better and better mayor. Uh, Speaking of mayors,
0: we can talk about where the fuck well, this one I is. Well, i think making
1: a contrast here, because Dave Dinkins, David Dinkins, who was the mayor at the time, went around the city giving speeches to people, going to communities, telling people not to tear the city down, not to burn the city down. There were very little, very little, little of that in New York City, because David Dinkins, who was a progressive African-American mayor, who understood what it was like to be a young African-American man because he'd been one, uh, did the right thing and 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 saved the city, not in a patronizing way, not in a way that excused the cops because the cops hated David Dinkins because he did stand up against police brutality as mayor, but he went around the city and did the right thing. Now, when I worked for David Dinkins' re-election campaign in 1993, one of the people who I worked for was a guy named Bill de Blasey. Right. <laughs> So I've known Bill for a while, and I'm full disclosure. When he ran for public advocate, I voted for him. I gave him money in the primary and the general both times. When he ran for mayor, same thing. I'm a supporter. If, if I knew, if Bill de Blasio was going to conduct himself this year the way he has, he should have resigned and let someone else, let Jerome Williams take over. He is simply
0: They're waiting not in the wings. They're
1: interested waiting. interested in doing the work. And that's okay. He's a human being. But then get the fuck out of the way. Right. If you don't want your job and you're in your late 50s, retire. Right. He's, he's,
0: Take he's, the package. <laughs> he can teach.
1: He can do corporate boards. He can do NGO work. He can be a consultant. Retire. Because I don't know where the fuck he was yesterday. And I when I looked at his Twitter feed, I was like, what, what are you doing?
0: He why doesn't you know talking? what he's doing. He stumbled. He, it,
1: who put Bill de Blasio in office? African-American voters. Yeah. Right?
0: Who hey. puts the majority of people in office?
1: And the majority of Democrats.
0: The majority of Democrats, running. correct.
1: And when he was running, he was so good on this.
0: Well, that's because he played the My Interracial Family card. Right, but it was real.
1: But now it's like, <laughs> I mean, where the fuck are you? Where's, I mean, you know, it's not his kids are grown-ups. They're doing their own thing. That's fine. They, they live their lives. You're the mayor. And, right. And, it's and, your
0: fucking job. Do your well, job. I
1: recognize, and in fairness to Bill, I recognize that his heart is probably in the right place and he is not burdened by a shred of charisma or leadership skills. And in a time like this, that really matters. But it is appalling. Now, now it's now Saturday morning. And... and uh, You know, it's still relatively early. We don't know what's going to happen this weekend. I share your uh, sense of guilt that I want to be out there, but I also, I don't want to be out there. I might have the I would
0: walk five blocks. I would walk five blocks and stand at the Frederick Douglass Circle with a sign, supporting people, supporting the cause. I'm not getting on a fucking train and going down to Foley Square. I'm not getting on a bus and going to Union Square.
1: I also saw a tweet yesterday from the Transit Workers Union. yes. Which I thought was really good. Yep. And uh, and I want to I want to give give my uh, shout out shout out to them for a couple of reasons. One, to just for people who don't know, the the transit workers union, Local 100, which is a major and significant union in New York City, said we do, we work for working families in New York City, not the police. We're not transit. Because
0: let let people know that cops were putting people they arrested. They were commandeering city buses. I mean, we're
1: not putting people on buses. And, and, and first of all, that's the right thing to do, right? And by the way, go get on, take, get on a bus in New York City. Who's driving it half the time, more than half the time? It's right. American, They don't need this shit. That's not their union's job. That's not their job.
0: They also don't need 50 fucking people they don't know with no masks sitting on their goddamn bus. But
1: also, <laughs> what, I, what I would love to see, and, and I mean, you know, is, is look, organized labor is a hugely important progressive force in this country. And when organized labor does things like that, that makes a huge difference. Organized labor could still, I mean, it's not as strong as it used to be, unfortunately, but the labor movement can still bring this country to a fucking standstill.
0: I think that's something, I think that that's the next step. I really think that, to the city to a fucking standstill. I so think everybody has to, stri- I think it's a massive, because of people, maybe like us, being more apprehensive of going into large crowds right now.
1: But also the labor movement,
0: Maybe we all step outside our house at like two o'clock in the afternoon and everybody holds a sign. Maybe it's right. something well, the, like.
1: But, but the people who have institutional strength, and numbers right and that's the labor movement and it was great to see that from tw yeah that really showed me that they get it and that they're willing because this is you know we all i mean what, what the what the police don't seem to understand here is that is that the only thing that is stopping if, if they're concerned about what happened in minneapolis happening here in new york they must be smart enough they need to be smart to understand that that excessive police force is the exact wrong response, right?
0: You know who said that? The mayor of Baltimore, the former mayor of Baltimore said that, you know, she she made a point to not fire one rubber bullet, not fire one tank of tear gas, not canister of tear gas. She specifically made the point to not meet people's rage and unrest and unease with violence. Because even if you're trying to you can't subdue violence with violence, you can. And you know what I thought about?
1: You need dialogue and you need action.
0: But you need community leaders, you need people out in the community. She said they walked with every faith-based leader of every denomination. They were out in the street, like you said, in every community, talking to the people. The, the woman from the police chief, from uh, the woman from Atlanta, went viral on Twitter because she walked through yeah. the crowd literally just face-to-face communicating with people, That's what David did saying this is not acceptable. She threw the white cop that was harassing people out of the crowd, in front of everybody. So...
1: Like, and another point here is that when you look at these right-wing talking heads blathering on the media today, their reaction to this is as strong as their reaction to Colin Kaepernick. Right. So, in other words, they are what—that there is no form of protest that is all right. First of all, white correct.
0: Nothing is right acceptable right. to them if it comes but from minority. Yeah. yeah. Form
1: is doing kneeling during the national anthem. That's not okay. Going on strike. That's not okay. Sitting at lunch counters. That's not okay. Doing this, that's not okay. Right. Nothing is okay. There's always a reason. And there,
0: it's uh, I I just so that brings us back to the question of 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 what the fuck do we do? I mean, some people can give money. Like people are giving money to bail, get people to bail to be able to bail people out of jail. Uh, You know the Brooklyn bail thing. There's a Twitter uh, viral Twitter hashtag going around that Colin Kaepernick is paying. For peop- to bail people out of jail with, with money, to get people, you know, that have, in Minneapolis that have been arrested for protesting. I don't have any money to give. I don't have a fucking job. I, I, but, I, you know, you're left sitting there saying, with your thumb up your ass, you want to you you help. And, and, you're, and that's why when, that, when, when my friend put that on Instagram, because you feel so fucking useless, you're like, what can I do? I tagged the fucking trash, big deal. Right. I mean, okay. Right. Right I now, need to do something. more. I feel like I need to do something else. At the very
1: least, you can always go out to march, except for right now.
0: Yeah, but what but again I come back to my point of why is nothing happening up here? Why in Harlem is there nothing happening? A where the streets are wider, Malcolm I mean you could you can march on on Lennox and on Adam Clayton. It's it's four lanes wide with a divider. There's room to move. You have Marcus you have Marcus Garvey Park, you have bit you have large outdoor spaces, you have fucking Central Park. I mean, you can come up here to the hill, like, right at the top of the park. Like, why is there nobody here? I would have come out with a sign this morning. I should have come out with a sign this morning. It's
1: only 7.15. We should let our readers know.
0: But, yeah, it's 7.15 in the morning, but there's still people out, and you want to feel like you're... You're not just sitting around. A, letting letting a, a, a monumental moment in history pass you by that you really feel...
1: But I think also we need to be dug in for what's going to be a long summer.
0: Yes, a long, hot, humid summer, but I'm not going. I am not getting on a train right, and being in a crowd of 10,000 people. I and I said, Nara was out yesterday taking video. I mean, all these people that are... I said, "You're thank you for being brave enough to go out there and document this. She said, I'm not brave. I think I'm... People are on the verge of, like sociopathic imbalance. They're like, I'm mentally, physically I'm fine to go out, but mentally I'm going absolutely crazy. I mean,
1: I mean, this, the, the shutdown has, has, I think, messed a lot of people's mental state, but, but so has, I mean, transitioning from living under a democracy to a semi-authoritarian system is very stressful on the psyche, and that's what works.
0: Especially when you feel like you can't be part of the resistance and, and the and revolt.
1: The American people, they've always lived in that situation. Exactly.
0: Right, and that is why I am 100% with you and just burn it down to the ground. Just go, you built it, it was built on your backs. The backs of the Native Americans, your back, you built it for free, you can fucking burn it down for free.
1: When people burn down a police station, don't give me that shit of they're burning down the police who they expect to protect them. The police don't protect them.
0: You know what I thought about too, what's interesting?
1: You know what, as long as as long as any cop is making, getting $1 out of taxpayer money- Correct. They have to behave a certain way, and they don't.
0: And here's another point. Imagine if every one of these minority populations and marginalized people Packed weapons like right. white supremacists packed weapons. In that
1: demonstration, there were as many uh, as much over Gary as say, the white people in Michigan.
0: Right. I just, I, I could only, it would, it would literally be like the okay fucking corral and they would just be dragging bodies on wagons.
1: But this also leads me to another point, which is that the, the question of post Trump transitional justice, whenever that is, whenever democracy is restored, and I hope it's January 2021, but it might be later.
0: Will it be in our lifetime? Maybe,
1: but but at what point, like for example, if right now, right now, if, if Biden gets in, right? If, now there is a mountain of evidence that would probably put Elaine Chao and Mitch McConnell in jail about their corrupt dealing like with foreign powers, how they right. themselves, et cetera. If you address that, you're seen as targeting your political enemies. If you don't, you're letting rule of, you're, you're not respecting rule of law. That's one out of 100 examples I could give. But right. I want to say something else. What do you do with knowing that 40% of America and 70% of white Christians Great America continue to support this government? How do you integrate, reintegrate those people who supported a racist, white supremacist, authoritarian regime twice back into a democratic society? Those are difficult questions that we have to begin to wrestle with, and we're not equipped to wrestle with at all.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. Good morning. I don't know. I, I Look Look what went under the radar. They released the transcripts from Michael Flynn and Kislyak. Right. There was not even a blip on the fact that this guy had completely colluded right, right. with this Russian dude and, like, fucking <laughs> tossed the election. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling what now, as it should, because that is clearly not the most seriously pressing issue. It's also something everyone knew. Right. We all knew it. But still, I think it's one of those, right. look where we are, where nothing makes the news that used to make the news. So, I still don't know what to do. I still am going to go home and and be in my apartment for the next 22 hours because no one knows what to do. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. The CDC comes out. Now we left the World Health Organization. I mean...
1: Which is just the way to limit Chinese power to walk away from these organizations.
0: Putin has to be absolutely cracking the fuck up watching the news and, and watching, oh... Hi! Oh my God! <laughs> All right, we got to stop. It's a puppy. All right. All right. The world stops. With... All right, Lincoln. Well, let me. If you figure something out or you hear of anything, just let me know. Okay. So I'm gonna sit here, I guess, as Lincoln sits in his house and think about the best ways and the safest ways to. Protest, and I think somewhat selfish, and it's that's the frustration you feel. It's it's selfish. Like you should be out on the fucking street, but there's a global fucking pandemic and a deadly fucking virus literally hanging in the air, along with pepper spray, along with tear gas, along with God knows, along with cops that think they're like Joey fucking Bosa from the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, the video out there is abhorrent of the behavior of these cops that continue. To, to physically abuse people Protesters And the diversity of the protesters And the diversity of the group of people that are out there Standing up and fighting And these motherfuckers are, are running around Like they're linebackers in the fucking NFL And fucking body blocking This woman literally flew airborne Into the fucking curb Smashed her head on the curb Had a seizure And, and was put into an ambulance and sent to the hospital And the motherfucking cop kept strutting Down the fucking street like who he was Like, that motherfucker needs to be fired. That's an excessive use of force. Bro, do you not know who you're pushing? I mean, not only is that an excessive use of force, that's a motherfucking lawsuit. That's police fucking brutality. That chick flew in the air, smashed her head on the curb. He could have fucking killed her, gave zero fucks, didn't even turn around to see if she was hurt, just kept right on the fuck walking, just like the motherfucker that was driving the car, the passenger cop, opened the car door while the car was moving. Hello, Charlottesville? Hello, Heather Heyer? Hello? Dead? Hello? This motherfucking cop popped the car door open, pegged a protester standing on the motherfucking sidewalk, And the car kept fucking going Didn't even stop The only people That turned around to give a fuck Are the other protesters What does that tell you All it needs to tell you Many Not all Many of the cops Don't give a shit And they feel emboldened They feel entitled And they feel like they, They are absolutely untouchable Fuck that And that is why That is why it is so hard To sit here and scream into a fucking microphone Because that's literally what I'm doing Because I'm so pissed the veins are popping out of my neck You get angry If this shit doesn't make you angry As fuck there's something fucking wrong with you Or you're on their side There are no two sides There, there. Are, you can't both sides of this shit You are either on the side of justice and freedom And liberty and human fucking rights and dignity Or you're not And you're a shithole fucking human being and if you voted for this motherfucker, I got nothing to say to you. If you were complicitly silent, I have nothing to say to you. I would rather you sit there and, and and vocalize your struggle of how best to deal with this and how best to learn from this and how best to be part of the solution and not part of the ongoing fucking problem. But th- this is ridiculous. You cannot have cops running around pointing loaded Paint bellot guns with rubber bullets at a fucking camera at a fucking news reporter and literally shoot her with fucking rubber bullets and then have problems reloading your gun and walk away. How small is your dick, bro? How small is your brain? It's so it it, it's impossible. I know it's happening because you see it on the TV, but you can't. If you can comprehend this, you have a problem. If you are dressing your kids up in full-on army fatigues and giving them guns and putting them in the street in a fucking Red Rover, Red Rover, we call the protesters over, and Hitler Youth is trending on Twitter, you have a fucking problem. You shouldn't have kids. You should not be a fucking parent. Sorry, not sorry. Kids are not born hating. They learn it from somewhere and from someone. It is why communication and dialogue is important. And it is why kids see people of all different backgrounds, cultures, colors, religions genders it is because kids don't give a fuck kids want to share their toys kids want to play kids want to run around and uh, during recess and, and, and in the park they're taught to fucking hate by the people that are haters And all these motherfucking people, Hitler Youth in 2020 should not be trending on Twitter because people in Georgia, adults, are dressing their kids up in full-on fatigues and giving them weapons. I don't give a fuck. I guarantee you they're real. These are not like some KB toy store, like, Nerf guns. I mean, for fuck's sake. Hitler youth. Uh, Hitler youth is trending because there's a Nazi white supremacist in the plantation fucking White House, who has a little tweeting Nazi fucking xenophobic vampire sleeping in the coffin next to his bed, ramping this up, agitating the situation, inciting the violence, giving them a green light to fucking shoot people they think are looting. Looting leads to shooting. You dumb fuck. This is—it's—it's—it it, it, it is beyond batshit crazy. It is now lethally deadly because a petty, bullying, narcissistic, whining, motherfucking loser, his whole entire life shithole, is is now watching all of this unfold from the comfort. Of of the of the plantation white house, it's disgusting. It makes you sick. And if it doesn't make you sick, please check yourself. Cause nobody else could check you. You that, this is a, this is work you got to do on you. And it's, it's it, it and it and that's and that's it and that that is it. Talk to people Let me know I don't know You know where to find Lincoln You can find him on the Twitter At Lincoln Mitchell You can find me uh, I'll find Lincoln on the Instagram At Lincoln A. Mitchell Watch his Mitchell Minute Go to his website Buy his books um, If you know of anything going on uh, Protest wise If you have any ideas Thoughts Feelings Let me know You can find me I'm back on the Twitter At Small Pencil Club Come hang out at the jam It's hard to dance. Jam- I mean look we, we jammed for an hour It was hard last night while everybody else is out fighting for freedom and justice, I'm fucking standing in front of my laptop spinning tunes and dancing around my living room. Living room. <laughs> like, I have different wings of my fucking apartment. I'll be going into the laundry room momentarily, which also doubles as the shower room <laughs> and the bathroom and the clothes-drying room. Oh, my God. This is... and I, Oh, God. God, we got to fix this shit. We just got to really fix this shit somehow. You can't give up. You can't give up. It, it, it gets you to the point where you're like, fuck it. You almost want to throw in the fucking towel. What am I? Where am I going? Where am I going? A lot of people are getting the fuck up and going, going. Getting out of Dodge, leaving the city. It's a motherfucking grind here. It was a grind before coronavirus. This city will break you. It will build you up. It will break you down in a nano fucking second. Where, where do you go? Where the fuck do you go? You don't. You put on your fucking big girl pants. You figure out a fucking way. And you make shit happen. It's hustling heart. <sighs> Sometimes, though, <laughs> you got to pick your heart up off the floor, dust it off, and put it right back on your fucking sleeve. All right, I'm going to go have some breakfast. Uh, come hang at the jam. Come hang with the jam, fam. Check in on each other. Wash your damn hands. Wear a fucking mask until somebody says, until, uh, uh, until there's some concise message across the board that, that everybody can fucking agree on. Better to be safe than sorry. Stay safe. Check on your people. Um, it's not it's not It's not that complicated. Keeping yourself safe is not that complicated. Fixing democracy, fucking complicated. But we'll get there. Ain't no quitting this shit. Ain't no motherfucking quit. Until the next time, peace and hair grease.